Welcome to episode 151 of the Better With Running podcast. My name is Chris Armstrong and as always, I'm joined by my fellow coach and very, very happy Essendon supporter, Zach and Newman. Mate, the Bombers are flying. They're into the top five. How are you going? Oh, mate, they, uh, I've just just uh, blocked out September. So I've got some... <laughs> <laughs> yes, up and just about that. Bombers. Yeah, not getting ahead of ourselves at all. Just that first week in September you've blocked out? <laughs> well, yeah. Judging by how the bombers go, yeah, you're probably about right there. <laughs> so, and well, I'm glad to be talking footy at the moment, not cricket after the Ashes. No, so, yeah, no, a bit of backfire. I was, I think, last week we were, I was talking about up the Gold Coast, getting stuck <laughs> into some uh, some palms, and then uh, yeah, I was on the receiving end of uh, yeah some <laughs> some messages that were uh, yeah just rubbing it in, but. Wow. Uh, Yes, running wise, it's all going well, mate. I'm looking forward to a big show, and uh, yes. we've got yeah, we've got a bit of um, a couple of guests this episode. We do, we do, and some announcements. Well, an announcement. announcement, and we have one of my athletes jumping on, who's going to recap his Gold Coast Marathon, where he smashed it out of the park with a new PB, and you know, delve into a bit of his running journey as well as. I'm sure you're going to put him under the blowtorch with the quick fire. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's the highlight of the week. <laughs> another victim for you. Yeah, just put another name on the chalkboard. But um, no, very much looking forward to to hear from Nick. Um, he's shown some amazing progression um, mm. since he signed up. Um, even um, like his, his marathon stuff is, is brilliant. So looking forward to delving pretty deeply into that and, and seeing what he's got for us. Sure, mate. Uh, so we were chatting, obviously, off the back of your run last week into, mm-hmm. I guess, a bit of recovery or, uh, yeah, another week in the books, 75Ks, it looks like, according yeah. to Strava. How'd you go? Yeah, it was good. Um, had a bit of a chat to Andy over the weekend mm. slash early week you know, when we got back from Gold Coast and... Um, Originally, we'd set that as a recovery week because that would be the smart thing to do yeah. coming off a race. But um, given how the race turned out and um, the inability to really put too much effort in on race day, we we're pretty confident that we could just jump back into a fairly regular sort of week. So, yeah, um, start of the week was pretty light, just a half an hour um, on the Monday when we got back. And then, yeah, sort of back into it. So um, Thursday session. Uh, I think Andy likes this one. So it's four minutes. It's around threshold, probably between 10K and threshold, straight into a minute at 5K effort. And then you get a minute easy jog. And it's pretty gentle, that jog recovery. So six minutes for the set. Uh, sometimes we do four sets. Um, this time we went with five. So 30 minutes of work. And yeah, it was probably sort of up there with, um, I've done this a few times and it's you know around the results that I'd probably get when things are going well. So it was about oh, 8K in 30 minutes. So yeah. I, I was happy with that. And I think that was the biggest thing that I wanted to come away from this session is just to get a bit of confidence. And yeah, it was nice to get through that first, probably half of the session, that first 10, 15 minutes and still be feeling really good yeah. um, and sort of feel like I was exerting a bit of effort. So it sort of cleared away. Um, I guess a bit of the anxiety that oh shit what if it's what if my body shuts down again but no that that was all gone and even just the probably the sense of relief over the second half of the session we we're like yeah this feels I mean yeah I'm working and it's 
a challenge, but shit, it feels good. <laughs> it's yeah. just nice to be able to, to push and um, have the body accommodate it. So, yeah, they've got through. It's in there, yeah. 339, 36s, and yeah, rolling yeah. along nicely. Uh, this is, uh, have I seen this named, I uh, know you haven't given it, the uh, Buchanan Fartlet? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I reckon I when you run two ten, you get to name a fart leg after yourself. No, well, he. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I reckon this is probably one of Scott's sessions that mm. that he's passed to Andy, and he's never referred to it as Buchanan Fartleg. No, <laughs> he's far too humble <laughs> to refer to anything, uh, even remotely close to yeah. being named after him. So, I've affectionately given it this name to the um, Shep Runners Club so they know what it's called and also just to lend a bit of credibility <laughs> to the session rather than just call it 411 because, um, yeah, it's a bit dull. So, you know, we like to spice things up a bit <laughs> and make them exciting. So, um, yeah, um, Buchanan Fartlek it is when we roll it out for the Shep Runners Club. So, yeah, but no, I enjoyed it. I mean, it, was a, it was a great morning. Um, Anna ran a pretty strong session as well, gave her three sets of two and a half K into six by 30 seconds and she absolutely nailed it. That was probably the best sessions she's done since uh, Great Ocean Road. So we were both sort of, um, I guess, carrying on like kids <laughs> during the cool down. Yeah, um, yeah. Just sort of pretty, just being hyped for one another that um, mm. you know, both hit a, hit a good session and, and come away feeling strong. So, yeah, it was a nice feeling. It's nothing better than a post-session uh, warm down where you've both uh... – had a good one or your group's done a, a good one and you've got the endorphins pumping and yeah yeah it's just yeah it's a good feeling yeah oh, it was awesome i just that sort of 10 15 minutes where you're driving pretty easy and having some laughs and you know, yeah taking a piss out of yourselves you know high five and a bit of a laugh it's it's the best way to start the day i reckon so oh, yeah. i reckon yeah. if you can bottle that one and uh you'd sell it on the black market you'd do all right Mate, people wouldn't need drugs or alcohol. If you could sell high fives and post running endorphins in a jar, mate, we yeah. wouldn't need employment. Would just be um, trying to decide what label you'd be putting on it. That's all. Like you, you'd make a fortune from yeah. it. You tell people to go do a Buchanan fart leak, and then you'll get this high. Yeah. <laughs> well, might be a bit of a, a might be a bit of a stretch. You'll um, <laughs> you'll definitely experience something. I think um, if you're probably not super fit. Um, this session will get hard really quickly, <laughs> but um, yeah, and you'll experience yeah. maybe a different, different um, emotion. But no, it's um, that's probably what we love about session days, just mm. getting out there and giving it a crack. And when it goes well, sort of just being able to come away and and enjoy that sort of twenty or thirty minute where the um, the endorphins are, are pumping out. And you know, you get it was a pretty reasonable morning last Thursday as well. So um, mm. like weather wise, so it was nice to be able to sort of hang around and not sort of feel like you're going to get pneumonia within five minutes. Yeah. Um, bit of finishing, uh, so. flow state. I mean, I know with flow state, it's all about when you're in the flow and you're doing maybe a longer session or you can get a flow state where you're working hard, like, mm. you know, close to, and you're just almost just in that position where, yeah, you're just hurting, but it's a nice, comfortable pain and you're kind of just blocking everything out and yeah. nothing else. Yeah, you know, it's amazing when you do a session and any everything around you just just is forgotten, really, because you're just trying to get to the end of the rep or just trying to, <laughs> and yeah. it's a good feeling. Oh. I think that's what we love about running at times. One one of those sessions where you sort of go on at seven, maybe an eight out of ten, 
and you're working and you're concentrating, but you are, you're right. You're sort of oblivious to everything that's around you. Mm. Um, and you're just sort of, sort of going through that moment in the session, but it's a, it's a nice controlled hurt because in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, I know I can keep going. And if I had to, I could do another set. Mm. Um, so it's just, a, it's a really, um, and look, people, the, the people that are listening to this, they're not in their head. They know. Mm. They've been there. <laughs> they, yeah. they get the feeling. It's, well, probably, it's like um, a thing that gets you back again, doesn't it? You know, it's yeah. like a golf, golfer that has a good shot or you know, mm-hmm. have a good day. You want to get out there for another round. And it's like running, you know, you get those sessions. And there's some of those sessions, yeah, you might get one out of three where they feel like that. Mm-hmm. And then you just, you know, it's around the corner and you know, maybe you're just doing those, those stock runs as base building runs to get you in a position where you, you know, the more there's more chance of that happening again. I think it's um yeah, it's part of the law of running, I think. Oh, that's it. I think um come home on Thursday and just quickly jumped on the on the Asfic website and just wanted to doubly make sure <laughs> when Bandura was like, yep, beauty show. It's only a couple of weeks away from this weekend. Yep, we're awesome. Yep. <laughs> Let, let's get into it. So yeah. Um looking forward to the opportunity to race again and um yeah, go and go and test the body and, and do a proper job of it this time. So yeah. And into a Saturday long run. Yeah. 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 I think um as good as the weather was on Thursday, it just turned to complete shit by Saturday morning. <laughs> um we had we had quite an early start. Um I mean, we normally start early on a Saturday, but this one was just a, a little bit earlier. Um am I seeing it? Am I seeing a five o'clock start? Yes. Yeah, Gee. that was five five even um for this oh. one. But look, full credit to Anna as well. I think um you know, she she really does make concerted effort to get a long runs done on a Saturday. And James, her her eldest boy, had junior footy, um, which was going to be about a forty five minute drive, and um, needed to have him there by eight thirty. So when you've got the best part of a mm. two hour long run, um, it's not a lot of time. It's not a lot of time. <laughs> so I think we condensed that down to about an hour fifty. And um, <laughs> yeah, we sort of got there, and it, I think maybe two, maybe three minutes into the run, it started drizzling and it drizzled for maybe 10 minutes before it just turned into that sort of rain where you just squint. Oh, uh, like, oh, you wow. like, um, and it was quite windy on Saturday morning. Seeing well. the 20, 20 plus K winds. Mm, yeah, no, it was, it was rubbish. What we didn't realise was that the first three kilometres, because we looked down and went, oh, maybe we are on today. Like we're, we're actually going all right to start off with. Um, but what we failed to realise was that we had a 20 kilometre an hour tailwind pushing us out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so once we'd gone through about three and a half K and we had the rain hitting us in the face and the wind, and we just went and looked at each other and went, this is bullshit. <laughs> We've still got about 20 K to go. Oh. But um, no, it was character building. I think that's the, <laughs> the correct way um, to put it. I had um, a brand new... Um, Ernie old top oh yeah um, yeah so i made it made the investment thought oh i mean they i hadn't um managed to get too much of the bendigo kit so far but so, oh i've heard so many good things from the guys we've had on and done the quick questions with um that it swayed me so bought a long sleeve top and it's probably the most comfortable um long oh, they're sleeve amazing top. They? that those long sleeves yeah yeah oh, yeah they are a cracker just it just sits really nicely um like it's got a, a nice runner's cut but it just it's so light and it breathes and what i was um a bit nervous about with the rain thought it's pretty light it's just gonna stick to me and 
um, just be really annoying, but it kind of just it held its spot. But as soon as the, light, the rain lightened off a little bit, you could actually feel the top drying out a little bit. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this is a completely unsolicited plug for um, Ernie Old, too, I might add. But if you've We've got to get Simon on. He, um, mm. he runs for Collingwood. He's obviously a uh, Bendigo boy at heart. Uh, yeah, it'd be good to get Simon on at some point. I know uh, he's done a, done a lot for, yeah, like the running community, supporting the Bendigo Bats. He's done a lot mm. with, with Ernie. It's been cool to see a, a local brand do what they've done. And, yeah, we have to team up, mate. And uh, I would love to because I would actually love to tell him just how good his product is. Mm. Um, you know, we, I know we um, pretend to do plugs for <laughs> some places just to take the piss a little bit, but this stuff, it, I know it's probably a little bit on the pricier side um, mm. for shirts and singlets and and that sort of thing. But I tell you, I reckon it's worth every dollar. Um, yeah. I got a short sleeve T-shirt as well, which I wore Tuesday. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the only, the only drawback is that I can't be lazy with washing these tops. You can't just throw them in the washing machine. Because well, they give you the care bag, don't they? Yes. So, yeah. They're pretty um, – because um, they actually – they get the material out of Italy and mm-hmm. they fly it in and then they sew them here in Australia, in Melbourne. So they are handmade here. Mm. Um, so limited runs, short runs, hence, you know, prices. There's a fair bit of labour that gets involved. They're not just pumping them out of um, – no, factory. So no, children are not stitching these together. <laughs> no, Archie Reed's not stitching these together with, uh, <laughs> no. with Nathan Stoke down in Bendigo. <laughs> no, 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 far from it. But um, no, th- these things are delicate. So very much follow uh, the instructions. Yeah, <laughs> can definitely recommend that. But no, very happy. Um, Character building run, mate. Hey, uh, what is that quote? Oh, Bowman, Bill Bowman. Mm. No such no such thing as bad weather, just soft people. <laughs> Correct. I think um I may have sent you a video um the previous week of um an example of someone just getting out there doing their tempo run. I think it was about four or five yes. degrees, pounding rain. Um someone that will, will probably get a bit more credit later on in the episode, but we don't want to give that away just yet. But no. Yeah, uh, I think that was a classic example. <laughs> just yeah, hey, and I'm, I, I really should have heard that quote at times because I am the <laughs> one that's in full gloves, two pairs of tights, long sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, way, no, yeah, and you know, the funny thing is at work, like when it's pissing down at rain, or you know, someone invariably someone will just come over to your desk and say, "Oh, you're still going to run tonight," and <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't. Uh, it just doesn't cross my mind not to. Like we've, I'm usually, I'm nearly always meeting a group of people, and there's never a message in, unless it's absolutely. Even then, I don't think. I think we're all kind of ingrained in this. Like I don't know, maybe we're just absolute nutcases, but we don't actually <laughs> bomb and go. Oh well, yeah, well, rain's it's going to rain at five thirty, so we better not run like it's just you just don't have and and maybe when you don't when you have set time windows you don't get a chance to you know play around with that you just go well my running time is in this hour if it rains in this hour i'm going to get it done Mm. oh and that's it and you literally just look at well what year do i need not am i going yeah (laughs) yeah 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 
but uh, once you're wet and it's cold and you want to get home and that, like a long run's it's horrible when you're like you know an hour in and you're drenched and you just just want to get back and get in a hot shower. It's, oh, uh... <laughs> to, even um, Morton gels never tasted so good when you're cold, cold and tired. Um, yeah, no, that that was that was another highlight of the run. So and it's sort of lucky as well, I think, um, to have an you know, and look anyone that's got someone to run with. Um, when the conditions are a bit adverse, it just takes your mind off. But um, yeah, no, we had plenty of good laughs, which made, you know, especially that last hour when the weather was at its worst, um, yeah, it made it fly by. So uh, it was good. And yeah, this week's going pretty well as well, which is good. So yeah, but for yourself, mate, I've noticed there's more Ks. They're getting a bit quicker. You must be close to jumping back into a session, hey? Yeah, I am. I'm starting to get um, enjoying just consistent running back towards the hour mark back into the sort of same routes and you know when I talk about running with groups where I was sort of like a group that would run for an hour I was doing 40 minutes or 30 minutes so you kind of start and then you peel off where I'm now doing the complete run that's fun I've been a bit slow because I was you know the last few weeks it's been a bit at haphazard really the last six eight weeks we starting stopping watches not having my watch so like i have missed a few things haven't come up on strava so like this it's probably been like because i look at it now i'm like oh geez i didn't actually um record a couple of these runs so there was a few few extra like 30 40 minute runs i pretty much had last week didn't came back from gold coast monday and ran every day i think run every day since uh yeah even friday did an easy sort of 30 minutes and saturday i ended up doing a workout or it's like an intro workout so i just did 20 minute oh yeah like standard warm-up 10 15 minute warm-up into an eight minute effort at let's see if i've got it here uh so plan was like eight minutes uh an eight minute effort two minute jog into a seven minute so like 15 minutes sort of broken tempo-ish I guess not even tempo more just up the effort a bit uh, my goal was sort of like okay start about 355 fours for the first eight and then slow jog and do hopefully sort of 350s 355s and uh, I started with Dave and like I just my I had because looking back and I said to Dave in the warm-up Dave P who's a run for V coach, a guy I run a lot with and got me mentioned on the podcast before, but he was doing three by eight minutes and he yep. said, he's he done all right. Like he was like, oh, I'll probably start at 3.35. I was like, yeah, you go ahead. I'm I'm just going to sort of cruise at my pace. And I said in the warm up, I was like, I actually haven't gone under probably 4.30s since Albert Park. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So every run had been either, you know, just cruises you know so i was like oh geez this is going to be interesting and then the first k was 340 and i was like okay i, I didn't look at watch i thought oh this feels solid but like it should i kind of gave and i was like oh okay just just peel back here and i ended up running like a three i don't know 350 low for the second k into a jog and then the next was like a 350 353 it looks like at the end there so whilst I was a bit tired in the second half of the session it was more just conditioning like getting used to that pace again and but it 
it was the the big positive was it felt good. I recovered well from it. Didn't have any pain. It was probably good just to get up and on my toes again and actually stretch out a bit because you know what it's like when you're just doing a lot of jogging. Yeah, just need uh, need to just get a bit of a release and it and it felt well within limits. Fitness is still you know it's coming back, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'll take that as a as a sort of an intro one back and. Off the back of that was into a Sunday run. Uh, went out with Josh Papa, mate of mine, who just come off his half last week, ran 73 minutes for the half, and he was just cruising around. So we ran 80 minutes. He's yep. uh, like, let's talk about like, I know we talk about people's easy pace and people taking these. Josh is like actually really conservative and like to the point where his first k it was a 540 first k out of the case. wow yeah okay. and, and he holds it like we we were jogging at 520s to, for the first good part of you know, first three or four k and then he sort of gets into his and it was fine like i was just like we're just chatting the whole time and i i was actually kind of enjoying it, it was just like oh well, this is just it is what it is it's just pace like mm. i typically I'm sort of used to when I run with people, I just sort of run at their pace if I'm running with a group, as opposed if I'm running solo, I might tick along a little bit more, but I can sort of sit in on the pace, whatever the pace is for that group within reason. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, and then we got, we got into a rhythm a bit more and I think we averaged like 455 for the, for the run in the end. So we'll probably back end we'll, you know, 440s but yep. yeah it's just it's just interesting that you know you run with other people who are out the gate and they you know josh had 73 minutes last week at half so yeah that's how you see it it's just Absolutely. that's just how he he rolls and yeah and pulled up fine and it was probably it was actually probably really good off the back of that sort of intro workout to to be conservative on that sunday run and was back out Monday. We're recording on Wednesday, so I've run since every day since then, and I'll have a day off, and yeah, sort of hit six days this week. So, nice. You must have gone pretty close to sixty k last week. Yeah, I reckon I would hit sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's sixty in there, and it's like, you know, sixty with, uh, yeah, three quarter or we'll call it a workout. Yeah, so that's going to just push you along a little bit as well. Yeah, fitness wise, and yeah. So I think now, you know, if I can get through, although I'm away next, not for five days, so I might, it'll be a little bit, um, it'll be a small interruption training wise, but I'll try and get out to a bit, but I've got a bit of momentum now. So the, the, the good thing is the body's playing ball. So I'm in a position to, you know, start to stack those weeks together and those intro sessions, you know, another few weeks of that. And then hopefully mm. I'll, Full noise, ready for uh, yeah more workouts. So yeah, that excited for that part of uh, the next you know, next few months. So mate, mate, both you and Essendon surging towards September. <laughs> have, you, have you got your eye on something in particular that um, you're sort of going to train towards, or at the moment it's purely just taking you know excuse the cliche, but taking it <laughs> one week at a time. Yeah, and, just taking um, it one run yeah. at a time at the moment. So just looking for. Um, <laughs> What are the other cliches they say? Um, yeah, just definitely. <laughs> We're not getting too far uh, ahead of ourselves. Not getting too fast. 
respecting yeah. respecting, respecting the, the gut respecting the garment and the uh the splits and <laughs> just sticking to the process of um putting and putting the runs together mate that's it always <laughs> trust the process yeah. <laughs> but uh it's uh it, I, I reckon if i can get a month or you know six weeks i'll, I'll definitely want to at least throw myself in the back end of av season i think mm-hmm. it's gonna be tricky with the next month but you know i'd like to think it, uh, like at least jump in the half and do something there what well, no won't be full noise but at least get some points for the club mm-hmm. and then yeah 10 relays yeah um, yep um yeah no i'll start looking at calendar i know we've got some um some cool stuff happening you know we've got wellness run later in the year so maybe maybe go back with yeah. there. <laughs> yes uh, do for um, a positive experience <laughs> the wellness run hopefully actually i can't even mention that to the group to the group because that'll just i mean I've, I've pretty much survived the last week without a comment about it so um yeah okay <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> if i bring it up and say oh i might actually get it out for the you know for the for the 10k at wellness because a lot of them <laughs> say i've only i'm a 8k specialist at the wellness run, so. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it was 7.5 <laughs> oh, oh. yeah well uh We'll, we'll keep that one under the rats and I'll just surprise them and go out and get the uh get the finisher medal and and uh shove it up them. <laughs> no, that'll, be, that'll be good, mate. We can I know someone who can do some pretty good work on the socials for you as well. <laughs> uh good stuff, mate. Well, we've got a guest coming in, so we better get prepared and uh welcome him in. Let's do that. This week's special guest from the team to team run to PB is Nicholas Clancy. Nick, I actually coach, and he signed up back in 2021. His goal was to break 250 at the Melbourne Marathon. He went on to run 247. He then has recently lowered that to 242, running out at the Gold Coast Marathon just last week. Welcome to the show, Nicholas. Cheers, Zaka. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, it's good Good to be on. Yeah, mate, we're, we're super excited to have you on, and um. I mean, Chris, I were just talking off air and Chris was uh, just getting his head around your progression and some of your some of your PVs and, and where you've come from. So uh, I know Chris has got a few questions for you a little bit later about your your training and progression. Sounds good. Hey, mate. Nick, say, tell us a bit about your running journey, mate. Um, notice in your sign up there, you sort of run on and off, but yeah. how did you get into running? Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's, it's kind of a similar story with a lot of people kind of growing up playing team sports and doing that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, running for me, like I grew up in the country, played all these kind of team sports. Running was not a real option or, or a thing, I guess. Um, but then moving to Melbourne um, ended up kind of giving those sports away, especially when life gets in the way. And um, yeah, used running as a bit of a, um, just a health and health thing and, yeah, I ended up just using using running as kind of a, a, a outlet just to kind of yeah use all my energy and from there um just yeah kind of started loving it and listening to the podcasts and all that kind of stuff and kind of got hooked and yeah here we are with yeah run to PB two years since and yeah been been loving it ever ever since. No, we've been we've been loving just seeing the way you've gone about it and you've been um. Yeah, absolute yeah. pleasure to coach. And obviously, I guess, yeah, moving into, because I know you, when you signed up, you had 
done a couple of marathons. You had yeah. you had some goals of obviously lower, you know, you're under the three hour mark, but you wanted to to take it to to the next level with moving to the coaching program. And what are some of the things you've learned along the way in these preps? Yeah, it's um, yeah, I kind of go back. Like I had never run a, a marathon, and then um, yeah, as all good ideas come from, when a couple of guys catch up at a pub, we thought, oh, let's let's do a marathon, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, you kind of think you can do it pretty easily, but yeah, once you get out there, it's it's a, it's a different ball game, and then yeah, um, since yeah, then try to break that three hour mark and. Um, kind of got that and that was more just kind of running volume and then yeah realized that I, I there was all these kind of sessions had no idea about those kind of things and yeah um since kind of joining yeah yourself Zacho as a coach it's uh it's just it's more around the the structure and how to set out your week and make sure that you kind of get those volumes in but also the the kind of injury prevention and stuff like that as well because um I've been yeah, lucky kind of fingers crossed that nothing too bad has ever happened with a build-up or anything like that. So I think, yeah, just to kind of yeah have someone accountable as well, um, being being able to yeah put put those runs in the diary and kind of just punching them out and knowing that yeah you know your stuff and I'll just kind of kind of go go by it. So yeah, just um, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, we're we're going to get into your Gold Coast Marathon. Obviously, you had your so I mentioned at the top um, of the intro, you you did crack the 250 at Melbourne and then uh, had a bit of a break and got back going again yeah. with a with a hunger towards Gold Coast. This block, well, it was probably 12 pretty, it was a shortish 12, 12 weeks, I would have said, um, that we really got going, maybe even a 10 that was like, okay, let's, let's really give this a crack. And I was looking back at the, the K's, that you hit it was consistent week on week but it wasn't huge like i think we got out to it was a 110k week there but yep. a lot of sort of 80 90 you know yeah just yep. under 100k weeks but i was just looking back at even six days where you actually had a friday off and yeah i think with your work-life balance like i think that seemed to keep the body in check what were yep. some of your favorite sessions there i know we did some long runs and we also did some specific marathon workout yeah How no, did you find uh, those? yeah i uh, that, uh, i think uh, yeah i haven't really done as i said i kind of like jumped straight into the marathon so i haven't really done like those half or kind of 10k kind of specific kind of quicker stuff so i, I and i think i'm more suited to the the longer kind of holding that kind of steady pace for for a while so the 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 favorite kind of marathon session for me in that last block was that four by five and kind of coming out of it um yeah you kind of build that get that confidence and you kind of understand oh this is what it could feel like at that pace and uh, um yeah i was lucky enough to kind of yeah kind of tick that uh, we were just trying to get it 350k uh, 350 minute per k and and it worked so i think yeah those kind of yeah confidence building sessions are definitely a helped yeah kind of come into this marathon and and as you said it was only yeah the 10 week but um it was a bit more volume compared to the last one so mm-hmm. yeah the, the midweek or the the mid the, yeah. yeah kind of doing a bit over an hour as well um helped um filling those k's out so yeah the legs were not too banged up but enough to be yeah kind of feeling it towards the end of the weeks 
and you shared the race with Chriso in the 10K at uh, Elwood Park. That's and- right. I, I did listen to that episode, Chriso, and you were talking about everyone coming into the, and I was like, that, oh, that was that was me. I was I was a part of that crew trying to <laughs> trying to edge everyone on, but um, that was yeah, it was great. That was my first um experience with the the cross country, the big the the big champs or whatever they yeah call it, and it was great. It's the the depth there as well. It was nothing like a, a fun run, I guess, as well. It was uh, great, great to be around some of those yeah runners and and seeing that um and yeah just yeah it was great that it didn't rain <laughs> during during the race so no it was good how humbling is it you know knowing that hey i can run a 242 marathon but there goes a 14 year old just absolutely and as you're saying that that other a bit older 14 year old trying to um tow, tow his little little guy in as well and mm. but no it was uh yeah it was it was good to be around that kind of stuff because um yeah i I do a lot of running by myself. So it's just like, yeah, it's good to kind of experience those yeah, good runners and being, being in those packs. We had, we had a good group there. I think um, I it's surreal where you look at it and I think it was what, four, oh, four, how many would have there been? Let's say six or 700 in our race in total, yeah. but you're sort of looking around and everyone's absolutely flying. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's unbelievable. So no, I think running's in a not, not a bad state at the moment. Uh, it's going well. I had a question for you, mate, um, and might not have put too much thought into this, but I, I'm intrigued by it. You're running a, a 242 marathon where you haven't spent a great deal of time, I guess, honing your craft over the five, the 10, or the half. Given your ability with the marathon, you know, to go and knock out a 242 and you're running some good Ks, but does that sort of excite you that there's so much scope for improvement in those shorter distances that you might be able to use? that sort of leverage to get even quicker with the no, marathon yeah and that's correct yeah i'm looking forward to kind of hitting those uh shorter um yeah shorter distances just to see what the body can do and especially as you kind of get older and you i don't know i haven't haven't experienced anything yeah like those yeah kind of quicker paces i, I don't i don't know so it's just like that, that 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 unknown trying to figure out what your body can do and um especially with the marathon, you're, you're spending so much time, you got your 12 week blocks, whereas with your halves and your tens, you can kind of fit them in here and there. And it's not like you get as banged up. So yeah, I haven't talked to Zaka much about what's going to happen <laughs> next, but that's, yeah, definitely a, a, I'm keen to kind of explore that. Yeah, for sure. Could we maybe see you on the track over summer? Well, that's another that's another place I've never haven't put on a spike before. I haven't, yeah. Um, I've done a few, yeah, kind of sessions on a track, but nothing, nothing like that. But yeah, that, that's that's another avenue that, yeah, it would be cool to cool to be a part of. What are your thoughts, Coach? No, definitely, like just the the prep that you put together, and then we we kept some speedy stuff in on the on the Tuesdays. Uh, and when I say speedy, like yeah, that was still volume was still you know eight to ten k's but like just even towards the back end of this block on heavy legs like you're talking a just to give you an indication a month out from gold coast nick did a 40 minute hilly tempo on the saturday into a 36k sunday run monday was an easy run and then he did 10 by k off 60 seconds on tuesday and I remember seeing this workout pop up and the splits come through and he's, you know, he's just roasting 325. Like the session was 330s and he was in right on that 330s 
you know, it was a couple of, um, yeah, towards back end of it, even a 325 in there, I think. And yeah, yeah super consistent. So when you're doing 10 by a K uh, close to that, that pace, it's, uh, yeah, it's exciting when you've got, yeah. got that kind of volume in the legs. So I think uh, we'll, we'll definitely look at sharpening up and uh, yeah, getting on the track and trying some things over some of the shorters because I, I absolutely think there's scope to improve on, um, yeah, capitalize on that marathon strength and the speed that's in the legs. Yeah, no, I, and that's well, that's one of my. I haven't you know, running for a, for a long time, and yeah, I've kind of said to Zach a couple of times, this, my pacing's pretty shocking as well. Trying to figure out what what speeds what, and um, yeah, those three twenty fives, they should have been something else probably. But um, yeah, I, I, that that's with especially with like the Kenyan fartleks going in and out. Yeah, yeah. That, that was they're always hard for me, but I I really enjoy them. Like they're longer, but you're kind of you're not comfortable at any time. And yeah, I did do like those sessions as well. Mate, but let's go to Gold Coast because yep. you did mention your pacing's a bit off. I don't know about that because I've got oh. your splits up and that was uh metronome uh style at the Gold Coast. But uh, race week, how were the nerves? And then race day, how did how were you uh, feeling uh, yeah. on the day? No, well, right, yeah, race week wasn't as kind of planned. I um, did did a like on the last session on the Saturday, and I I bought a new pair of Alpha Flies. I hadn't hadn't raced a marathon in a Alpha Fly yet, and um, I thought, well, everyone else is doing it, what well, may as well I'll I'll get on the train. But um, ended up yeah doing thirty minutes in them, and then um. Yeah, they, they just weren't for me. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, I had to go, you know, the running company in, in Clifton Hill, it, yeah, looked after me very well and um, I was able to kind of get into the new um, uh, uh, Vaporfly. So, yeah, I, I used Vaporfly all the way through. So, um, yeah, the shoe was okay. I got the shoe in, in the end. And, um, yeah, the nerves, I, I think every kind of um, – uh, yeah, taper week. So you, you kind of feel a bit gluggy and you, you don't really know what's going on with your body. But um, – yeah, uh, ended up my flight cancelling on the Friday night as well. So I was a bit worried about getting up, trying to get to the Gold Coast on the weekend and end up going to Brisbane and not getting there till like 12 p.m. on Friday night and staying in the dodgy airport hotel. And it wasn't the greatest, but um, I did get there. I got, got my bib on the Saturday and, um, yeah, settled in and the afternoon, just sat on the couch. So it was it was okay. Yeah, like yeah, it's that's, that's what you got to kind of expect stuff like that happening. So no, it was all, all okay until till the morning of. Yeah, and morning of, uh, there was a, a a bit of a plan in place, but obviously oh. when the, when the gun goes off and there's a lot of hype and excitement around, yeah. how did you go containing that? And and because looking at the splits, you, you're stuck to the plan. And you you got on yeah. the um, right on the pace early the into yeah. into yeah. the pack. As yeah, as we'll say, yeah, trying to yeah stay at that three fifty kind of pace and um it's it's always it's a bit harder I, I like with the melbourne marathon there was always paces so i knew mm. if it was like a, there was a two hour 50 pacer at the melbourne which is like the quickest one you can kind of gauge especially trying to if you want to get to the 240s you just kind of keep in front of that so this kind of marathon i didn't really know which runners are which running at which paces so yeah trying to feel that out early and um yeah i did get on to a good pace as um, we kind of did the loop down at um, Burley or down the bottom there. And it was all good until we kind of get up to 32 Ks. And that's when everyone was kind of really getting strung out and um, yeah. was getting a bit lonely around the back and yeah, coming up that coming up the coast or when you do, what was it like kind of 35 K all the way back, there was um, a guy up the front 
um, with his mates on a bike. And I was just like, if I just get, I know this is probably not legal, but if I, if I get a, get, get a toe on that as well, I can yeah. Um, yeah, try to get to, as much as I can out of that. So nice. yeah, I thanked that guy after the end of the race and said, oh, you kind of saved me getting through there. But uh, yeah, yeah, it ended up, I, I just, yeah, kind of forgot how hard a marathon is, especially toward, towards that end. And um, yeah, all the, all the fueling, all the drinks, all everything worked. It's just, yeah, your body's just, screaming at you but yeah you you've got the crowds up there as well which yeah definitely push you as well getting getting through well you started through your first 5k because that's the split rank that says 215th that'd be mm. right and then by the 40th k you're into a 120th or 110th so like yeah. you obviously come through the field even at half you'd, you'd sort of close on 60 70 spots so yeah yeah, it's, I think was a bit, that bit of carnage, working yeah. into it. Yeah, there was a bit of carnage yeah. out there. and yeah. yeah, Zachary, I want to hit you with a stat. Um, and I think this just illustrates how strong Nick is um, and just that ability to hold sort of that higher pace for a long period of time. So as we touched on before, ran 36.05 at Albert Park, uh, which is a great place to run. I know Soph's a big fan uh, <laughs> of, of events around Albert Park, but 36.05 there at Albert Park. Yet your 20 to 30K split at Gold Coast, you ran 37.47. Mm. So you're only a minute and 40 seconds slower from your 20K to your 30K <laughs> in a marathon and um, just continued to roll pretty much around that pace um, while you're out there. But that was your quickest 10K split. And there may have been a little bit of a tailwind um, yeah, for true. full context, but it, wasn't, it certainly wasn't howling. But um, I think, mate, that just goes to show just how bloody strong you are. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's, that just blows my mind. That's phenomenal. Jeez, Chris. Oh, yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, this is my sweet spot, I guess. I, I like to know how quick I can be, but I, I think that's that's my strength is in I can hold a, a pace for a while. But, mm. yeah, well, I'll, I'll see how, how quick I can be. That's for sure. Yeah, and I think I obviously saw that through, the way you hit some of these long hilly tip, like, you know, getting out along the Yarra Boulevard or the Q Boulevard and, and getting over the hills and doing 40 minutes at hilly tempos. And it's, they're not easy sessions. And you go through a bit of a roller coaster of not just the hills, but emotions on those long tempos. And I think, yeah. I think you, you proved that, yeah, you, a lot of hard work went into this prep and yeah, you're rewarded um, on the day with a, with a big run. Jeez. Yeah, no, thanks, Zach. Oh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's yeah, what you put in. That's what I've learned about running. Really, it's it's you can't really fake it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, especially with his prep, it's it was I took took the time and, and kind of respected it. Didn't like I some other preps maybe I maybe go out for like dinners and stuff, but this one I just kind of said, oh well, I've got ten weeks here. Like I can just really knuckle down. I've had a good summer. Um, and yeah, it came away with a with a PB. So very happy. Beautiful, Mac. Chris, so you got a few questions? I've got some quick ones. <laughs> <laughs> I know we call them the quick questions, but they don't end up being that quick. <laughs> no, we'll end up going longer than the um, general chat. Um, yeah, maybe we'll have to change my tempo questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Sunday long run questions. But um, <laughs> you, how are you feeling, Nick? You game to give these a try, mate? Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready as ever. All right, so mate. Well, We'll start off with the easy ones. What sort of watch are you rolling? Yeah, I'm a Garmin, a Garmin guy. So I've, yeah, just yeah. a just a, 
a forerunner. I don't know what version it was, but it's it's just it's lasted me a while. So I'm yeah, yeah. very happy. And have you got it on at the moment? I have got it on. Do if we? If you ta- if you take it off and look at the back, it should tell you what it is. Okay, so I know it's today, music. It? Do we? Where? This is yeah. not good radio, but I will. Six four five. Is that? Oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. No, very nice. That's all right. Very just good. for the, those right. watch, those watch people out there, they just you know they want to know. <laughs> they want, to know. Uh, yeah, they want to, People just want to know what Garmin our runners wear because um for some reason no, no one wears a Chorus watch. But that's okay. <laughs> <I can do> that. <laughs> um, what sort of phone? iPhone, Android? I'm an iPhone. Yeah, I yeah. yeah hooked in early and yeah haven't left left since. Very nice. Do you know what sort of iPhone? Is it one of the newer models? Or no, you sort of... I, I, I'm the kind of person that just gets the, the lowest of the range and <laughs> run into the ground. And yeah, it's an XE or one of the... And I like the, the, the smallness of it. I, some of the phones these days are getting, getting a bit too big. So no. Mm, true. No, that's that's a very fair point. Did, did you ever own a Nokia? I did. Yeah, and... I was... Yeah, I used to work, I had a, a really old school, like I, I don't know where I found it, I used to work in IT, but um, it was just like oh, one of these, one with a QWERTY keyboard and it, like that, that was, it's bigger than my iPhone now, like it's shocking, yeah. but yeah, used to love it. Like that. Could, like, could you play Snake on it? Yeah, yeah, had had Snake, but then also, yeah, you could use like two, like kind of little joint <laughs> it was, it was, um, yeah, unreal. I think we're, we're all aging ourselves here. Yes, um, I know. Sorry. <laughs> so it's great. <laughs> hey, um, what you guys talk about that. I don't know about this. I don't know. <laughs> no, says the man that works in IT and marketing. You're very familiar <laughs> with this. Don't stop lying. <laughs> hey, coming off your, your marathon block, mate, opportunity would have been there to sample a lot of gels, but what's your go-to gel? What did you use yeah. through the block and on race day? Race, race day and block is just Morton through and through. I, yeah, mm. I've, I haven't used many other gels and uh, yeah what works why, why why change it i think um mm. no taste and yeah you can just kind of get them down and use the caffeine some here and there and um yeah mix it up but yeah just morton all the way through when when would you use the caffeine ones mate sort of just on sessions or like yeah i yeah really like i'd use it just yeah on sessions probably the first one um on race day it was like you kind of go one for one and then yeah maybe a couplet like or yeah one before and then all the way through so yeah it wasn't wasn't too much but it, it got it, it really got me pinging like it was, <laughs> yeah off the walls i've never been able to speak so many words a minute um, yeah. <laughs> until i have one of the um the caffeinated morton gels i reckon i swear by them i reckon they're fantastic they're great yep you mentioned before that you run alone mostly but yes. is that what you prefer to do or would you prefer to run with a group and a few mates yeah, well, I've got a couple of friends who I yeah kind of run here and there with, but um, yeah, just with kind of work and um, I just yeah I don't want to put anyone out or like yeah I don't know it's just it's just easier for me in my lifestyle. I just kind of I usually try to do it after work. I'm not an morning person, but yeah, kind of just getting out there by myself and it's good kind of alone time. Sometimes I put like a podcast in or, or some music and um, yeah, just kind of um, yeah tune out. I think it's just, um, yeah, good. Very good. I know. Um... You're definitely one of Zach's athletes, not a morning person. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, very good. Um, now, are your team half tights or team split shorts? 
Well, that, that was another thing with my build-up. I, um, yeah, I, I got, I, I've been a splitty, splitty guy for a while and um, I thought oh, I would try on these half tights and got a pair and um, yeah, they just didn't agree with me after a couple of long runs and had to get back, go back to the splitties. So yeah, yeah. call me a splitty, splitty guy. <laughs> no, that's okay. Being relatively new to running, I'm very interested in, in this favorite running sock. Yeah. Um, what are we going with? Yeah, Steigen have got me here. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I just like the thin, I like a thin sock and yeah, they do it well. And um, yeah, every time you go into like a running shop, you always get a different color or yeah. different size. And um, yeah, I've got a good good drawer full of them now. So yeah, Steigen. No, you're definitely a runner. If you've got a sock drawer that's overflowing, you're definitely, <laughs> definitely a fan. So no, very yeah. good. Do you have a preferred color or does it just um, depend on what kit you're going with? And yeah, shoes? definitely what kit. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got a, got a lot of black pairs, but yeah, um, kind of if you've, yeah, race day, I guess, yeah, kind of splurge and get a new pair, maybe a different color. Yeah, okay. Very good. Now, um, speaking of kit, there's a photo that's come across my desk um of you yep. sort of rocking a, a bit of the the kenyan the official kenyan olympic gear um there's yeah. the, the old Ken, kenyan singlet and the kenyan half tights as well yeah does that rate a mention in the favorite kit or uh, you know? no it's more of a dress up i think for that <laughs> <laughs> i haven't worn that uh, get up in that full uh since uh yeah, I think I think I named that a Kenyan fartlek, and I was yeah. wearing a new kit. So, <laughs> no, that work it was good. Enough really, yeah. Kip Chogi, I believe. Yeah, um, no, yeah, that that was a, a present from a couple of my mates. They thought, oh, that'd be that'd be pretty funny. But um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> has been worn since. That's <laughs> no, okay. What did you go with the, the Gold Coast? Yeah, it, I. Just, I think a lot of the a lot of athletes these days just all black. Um, I had the black black uh, singlet on and um, splitty shorts. I've I've got this. They're not known for running, I guess. They're the it's a North Face um, running top. Um, I had a had a voucher and I saw it in there in the shop. I was like, oh, try it out. And yeah, I've used that my race day singlet ever since. It's yeah, it's it's been great. Um, but yeah, just uh, black on black for me. Yeah, and I um. Liam and, and also Zach, also big fans of the of the black on yeah, black as well. So team. Fleming. You, yeah. I'll tell you what, the, you boys might be able to take because you're all sort of, um, you know, in that sort of 240 to 250 range for the mm. marathon. So um, might be, a, a, um, I know you like to run by yourself, but maybe do team black on black. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> head out Very for some Melbourne. long runs. Yeah, in <laughs> Melbourne. You're all in Melbourne. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, um, Track, road, or trails? Not that you've—I uh, know you've done a few sessions on the track, but do you have a preferred surface that you like uh, to, to go and run on? Yeah, because uh, yeah, the the roads for me, I think. Um, yeah, haven't haven't experienced too many trails. Like we do have a few around our Yarra Bend. Just yeah, I'm just living here in Collingwood, and yeah, pretty pretty lucky to have that so close. And um, but yeah, I, I I love the roads. They've been good to me, so we'll, we'll keep it with that. <laughs> No, nah, it's all right. Do you have a favourite loop that you do, or do you sort of change it up depending oh, on where you where you are each day? Or I don't know if it's favourite, but I do a lot of laps around Pretty Park. It's um yeah, bit of a staple, especially after work. It's got the lights. If you you know you can get around, it's yeah, a bit of dirt, but um kind of yeah, I love running out to Yarra Flats and kind of coming back. That's that's a good little run out there. Um, but yeah, we're just spoiled for choice, I think, especially in Melbourne. You've yeah, got the Cap City Trail straight away, and um, 
Yeah, I did the trail out at uh, uh, what was it called, Zach? I forgot. Well, out out um, Lilydale Way. Yeah, oh, Warburton Trail. Yeah, and that was that was good for a long run, just an out and back um, out there as well. So no, it's very lucky. Yeah. Uh, most interesting thing you've seen on a run? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, Zach. Uh, it's, yeah, because I don't know what. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm pretty boring. I've got to keep my head down. I think. Yeah, I just. Um, yeah, no, nothing, nothing. Maybe, maybe someone yet. seeing you in the full Kenyan kit. That, that's probably, yeah, scaring other people away. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting that's to someone else. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, that's all right. Hey, um, food. We, mm. we touched on gels, and I reckon as a runner, that does count as a food. But if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what are you going with you? Yeah, are we can we say cuisine? Because, like, I've got, yeah, so no, yeah, it's I, edible. I'm a, yeah, no, no. Japanese is my go-to. Um, mm-hmm. Anything, anything Japanese. Uh, I've got yeah, the, like ramen. Like, love a good yeah bowl of ramen, and then yeah, sashimi and sushi and like katsu. All that great stuff. I yeah, I could yeah live live on Japanese every day, all day. Yeah, so good um, choice. That's for me. So if I said here's fifty bucks, what are we spending that fifty on when we go out for Japanese? Because you can't have everything, but it is relatively no, cheap. Not- what are we yeah. going to do? There's a there's a like a, a Japanese pantry just up on Smith Street here in Collingwood, and they do these really good kind of sushi platters and um, kind of made to order. And yeah, fifty bucks will kind of get you a long way there. You'll get full, but um, yeah, definitely doing yeah, getting one of those and just yeah, yeah, just going to town. Really, yeah, <laughs> a lot of sashimi, a lot of sushi. It's great. Yeah, yeah. No, very nice. Hey, I'm going to continue with the food thing. So having some fun here. Yeah. Carb loading. Yes. What was your favourite carb loading treats in the build up to Gold Coast? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it got a bit indulgent, really. I just kind of any any lolly. Um, I got all these as well. Just these like Aldi kind of little meal. Um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Just spaghetti meals, and you, like quick, you put them in the microwave, and you could smash them out. Um, yeah, that 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 was kind of a bit of a treat, especially with um, like chalky milk and all the um, parades and stuff like that. It was it's getting a bit gross towards the end, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I've still got I've got another. I've got some chalky milk in the fridge still. I'm like, oh, I'm, still, I'm just gonna get it out. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that was it, it's good fun that kind of stuff. Yeah, is this part of the reason why you enjoy running? Marathon? I think so, Chris. I think yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very good. Hey, um, favorite Aussie runner. And why? Do you have yeah. a favourite? I, 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 especially like Jess Stenson after the um, Commonwealth Games is, mm. and just, yeah, it's just watching, and, and like he was kind of Sinead Diver and those kind of women uh, marathoners, I love, love that. And yeah, Brett Robertson as well. Um, love following him and him being so open, especially, I guess, with that, that podcast that he does. And also um, on Strava, you can, it's just amazing how you can get yeah. yeah that kind of access to like quality athletes and kind of see what they're doing and yeah you don't don't compare but you just yeah just go wow that's amazing no it's really pretty inspirational people there yeah hey, um, you also mentioned so on these runs that you do by yourself you do listen to some podcasts what are some of your favorites well yeah um this podcast for sure i've I listened to <laughs> Yeah, I love the inside running guys. I, I, that I think that really got me into running, kind of especially knowing, yeah, when they kind of recap their weeks, that kind of opened up my eyes to oh, this this is 
a lot different than what I do. And this is how my kind of professionals do it. So yeah, those guys, um, yeah, for the kudos, I, the in, um, what's, um, what's the Eloise is, um, uh, marathon, marathon state of mind. State of mind. Yeah. been li- liking that, especially, yeah. The Sinead interview on that one is yeah, great to listen to. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of content going out there these days. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to get through, but it's, it's, it's good. That's right. Do you have any non-running podcasts that you like to listen to as well? Yeah, I, I've, I, yeah, a few kind of music ones. Um, just yeah, uh, a couple of a couple of music guys out of uh, the UK. Um, uh, oh, I forgot what that's called. I, yeah, kind of like your Hamish and Andy's, a bit of comedy, like the Auntie Donna boys here in Melbourne. Um, yeah, all, all <laughs> anything. Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit of a yeah, a bit of a mess yeah. in my ears sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> Going to go with two more because, and one's a surprise one because I know that you do listen to the show each week. <laughs> yeah, no, and um, I just, I don't like it. I hate it when you've already got your answers pre-prepared and you've been super organised, which is great, but I want to spring some on you because I like that awkwardness yeah. too. Yeah. Um, similar to, to the one food, but if you couldn't get injured, what one session would you do every week? if you couldn't get injured so you've got license it can yeah. be yeah like you can just go to town on it right well and also if i don't get injured and if i have the time yeah i think well, it's all hypothetical i'm sorry this is all in our universe but um i am listening here mate yeah no no because I, I, I do love a, a long long run and especially a kind of long progression or or all those kind of yeah four by fives um it just it makes me feel like i've like a runner i think um so if i could do that and not get injured i think yeah the long run with with something at the end or or something like that just to mm. yeah kind of really really get my body going how spicy are we making it like what are we going to throw in well it won't be too it won't be too spicy but i i do like kind of the, the hour or maybe the two hour with the kind of half hour kick down at the end something mm-hmm. like that um yeah just 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 keep it simple i think yeah there you go i think you coach is just taking some notes here yeah yeah <laughs> he's like oh this is good this is perfect good. yeah love yeah, this. that in <laughs> last last one yeah and this almost flows on a bit from that last one but training camps mate you sort of you i reckon you've got a pretty good spot to run around princess park and through collingwood you've got the tan you can dip out to albert park as well but if you could choose a spot to go to anywhere, like not just, and it's probably not St. Moritz because everyone goes there, but um, yeah. if you could pick a spot anywhere in the world and take three people with you, where are you off to and who are you taking? Oh, so yeah, yeah I forgot about this question. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so, so you have stumped me, so I, I don't know. Because, uh, um, yeah, St. Moritz does look amazing. But doesn't I, it? If, if we're going somewhere and... Like how how serious is this training camp as well? Like what are, what are we going to do? So hey mate, they're, they're your rules. I know, I know. We can just make yeah. them up now. Um, yeah, yeah. I I can we go in the Italy Hills? Can we go? Oh, that's kind of pretty close, to St. Moritz anyway. But um, <laughs> I, I, so yeah, somewhere with I guess a few hills. Let's let's go. Yeah. Um, let's go to Columbia. Let's go to. Let's, it's funny. We've, we've actually. Yeah. We've got a lot of Jared. hills there. Like, I don't yeah, know. you can go run with Jared. Yeah, <laughs> from Columbia. He's he's yeah. a, he's it's one of great. Brady's athletes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. No. Uh, yeah. Let's go there. Let's go there, and yeah. I'll I'll take um 
yeah, a couple of my running mates, Pat and uh, Mitch. Yeah, they they they're good fun to be around, and um, yeah, they do like a, a good trail and a good hill. So I think they wouldn't complain too much either. Yeah, good altitude in Colombia, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, right. Very good. Thank you. Thank you no, for sharing the um, yeah, sharing your journey, sharing your Gold Coast experience. It's been as a coach, it's been an absolute pleasure to to watch your progress as you've started and uh yeah look excited for what we've got ahead and yeah. you know like you touched on earlier we're, we're gonna obviously chat further about the rest of the year and what we're gonna what we're aiming for obviously you're in, in a bit of recovery mode but yeah it's it's definitely going to be exciting to see uh what we can do in the next uh, few months and beyond all good. No, thanks, Saka. Thanks, Chris, for having me. And yeah, no, thanks, Saka, for yeah, being a coach and being yeah, being right. Cheers. No problems, mate. Such a yeah. pleasure. And uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll chat soon, mate. No worries. Matt, how good was that? Oh, always the good. star. Love that. Cheers, mate. How much do you love doing those quick questions? I do enjoy it, actually. I think. Um... Like I love hearing about all their running stuff and that, but yeah, it's just nice to to break them down a little bit and, and find out some of the, I guess the more unique um, interests that they have, and also the just to I don't know, just find out a little bit a bit more about our guests. So no, I enjoy it, mate. I'm actually going to spring something on you. Yeah, and uh, I know you love doing the questions, but mm. I reckon I've got got someone I'm going to admit into this chat. And you're oh. going to go uh, ham and you're going to have a chat <laughs> with someone who's connecting. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon you're seeing it now. You've gone, you know where this guy is um, currently? He's just getting set up. I haven't given you any warning about this. <laughs> he is, he's connected and he's connected about five meters away from me. Oh, I was going to say, he's not in my front lounge room. He's in nice. my lounge room. Wow. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hello. Good day, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. I'm actually in Zach's kitchen. I'm just shutting the window now, so my audio quality is a bit better, but I'm in Zach's kitchen about, oh, I'm going to say, eight metres away from him in his bedroom or wherever he is. I'm not sure what room he's in. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, I'm down in Melbourne in the big smoke, so long-time listener, first-time caller. How's going? Yeah, no, it's it's a it's an honour to, to have you on, boss. Um, <laughs> I'm amazed that you've um, like you in in Gold Coast. I thought Carly would have you at home. So, mate, you're not you're not what, usually you know restraining order. You're not allowed within 20 k's. You wouldn't be allowed any further than 20 k's away from home, and that's including the long run at the moment. Yeah, I've got a uh, a work commitment with Lululemon tomorrow in Melbourne. So I thought, yeah, I'd just, okay. you know what it's like coming from the country, Chris. Oh, it's a long yes. way, three hours in the car. So I thought I'd come down after school today. And then, yeah, Zach is nice enough to put me up, so, which makes the um, the journey to Hawthorne tomorrow morning uh, quite easy. That's all right. I would have um, driven down in the Kia for the Lululemon event. Yes, definitely. A chief care looking after me. So I took the care on the highway for, uh, yeah, the Lululemon event. Good to get all the sponsors in there. That many plugs. Chris O was selling Ernie Old earlier and bloody hell. Well, that's the way, isn't it? Didn't Mattress get a sock contract after him on a couple of weeks ago? Mate, we're, yeah. we're managing to um, shill 
free gear for everyone that comes on. And between me and Zaka, um, yeah, we've got nothing to show for it yet, but we're just going to keep chipping away and, and you never know your life. But um, That's it. Westpac, if you're listening, if you just want to hold off and, um, you know, those interest through payments we've been putting up over the last three or four months, please just stop it, can we? Yeah, we can um, come to some sort of agreement. That'd, that'd be fantastic. But um, no, I was very happy with my free pair of Lululemon socks that I scored. Um, from the recovery center um, on the Friday. So uh, thanks to the, the team at Lululemon for those. They're very comfortable. How time flies as well. Felt, feels like just yesterday, but at the same time, it feels like it's about six months ago. Well, it's coming up Crazy. two weeks. I remember you mm. saying in the in the chat before we headed off on the shakeout run that you're all probably trying to wish it away and get to race day as quickly as possible. And here we are wishing that we were back. So, Yeah. Yeah, and that's true because as runners, we're still like we're so high strung before races, and that's the only thing you really think about is getting those last forty eight hours out of the way so you can get on the start line and finally race. But yeah, I remember saying to the group that morning, like, I bet you if you had a time machine in a week's time or two weeks' time, I reckon you'd wish that you could jump in that time machine and head back to to the Thursday or the Friday morning because it's such a special time pre-race and all our fitness is um, probably so much better pre-race than it is post-race. Hey, whilst, whilst we've got you here, because none of this is down on the rundown sheet, so I figure <laughs> that we can use this time to talk about whatever we want. You must be super excited with the bats performance on the weekend, mate, sort of heading down there and picking up the silver medal um, in the relays and really taking it up to the Glen Huntley boys. Things are looking good in the back half of the year. Yeah, well, by one point halfway through the season, which is a good position to be in because um, I'd probably think our strengths from the Bendigo Bats are the 15K, which is still to come, and the half marathon, which is still to come. Uh Um, So, yeah, we're in a good position, but it's tight. Like, it's going to be – and we probably want things sewn up before it gets to the 10 relays. Like, we probably don't have that top-end speed um, that some of the other teams do with their kind of 5K runners. So, in a, yeah, it's a good position to be in, one point ahead, but at the same time, it'd be nice to have a bit of breathing space. But the team did well. Um, I thought we were a bit vulnerable going down with a couple of people missing and Junior stepped up and would have been nice to snag the win, but um, second's the next best spot and that was a good position to be in. No, we'll take that. Um, I was, a lot of the updates that were coming through were being very well, well received, so... Oh, how good are the live results for guys like me and you who are like 300 k's away? You've got nothing better to do on our Saturday afternoon. Hey, Chris, so I, I did uh, I did word up Brady. I said, mate, uh, and he, he's always been on the road. He's worked all day. The guy speaks on about 100 podcasts a week, including one that's got a few listeners, a bit of a following. Some yeah, yeah. Inside, running. inside running, I think it's done, <laughs> done, a, few, yeah. done a few yeah. episodes. That's so, the one, get a plug for that in here. <laughs> <laughs> but I did say, mate, unless you, you got out, you got to survive Chris's quick questions or you're sleeping outside and uh, he's oh. good enough to take you on. We're going to have let's, an encore. Let's actually keep him relatively gonna... quick because he'll probably fall asleep. Uh, given uh, he's nah. I've been, every time, every week when I listen, I think, how would I answer these questions? So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Zachary, this is the man who has boundless energy. I've never, ever seen a tired Brady Trop. So I have um, seen one. I've seen one off the back of a few beers and uh, the next day. Oh, <laughs> giddy up. Well, this is this is going to be good because um, I'd like to think I might know some of the answers to these because I reckon I've asked you them when you were coaching me. So, um, But with the watch, mate, what watch are you wearing these days? I'm wearing a Coros. Got finally oh. got a Coros in the answer here, boys. So, <laughs> no, that's um, all right. 
Yeah, Coros, they sponsored the podcast a few, oh, probably a few years ago now, and they were nice enough to give us one to test out and wear, and I'm still wearing it. Um, and battery life is the big thing for me, why it's so good. I think the other brands have caught up now, but Coros mm. were probably the first ones that, like, you got, this is, a, yeah, it's probably 2019, I reckon, 2020, where, um, you know, you could charge it up and then not have to charge it again for a couple of weeks. So, a couple um, of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. I probably yeah. I haven't charged mine since Gold Coast, and that was yeah, nearly two weeks ago, week and a half ago. Not that I've been doing that much running, but mm. yeah, that's definitely the the big draw card for me. Battery life and the track um, mode, was, track mode on the watch as well. Track mode's really good as well. Not that we know much about running on tracks, yeah. Chris, because we no. can't get on our local. You're allowed track, to run in tracks, yeah. <laughs> we can only no. get on lane four when we actually get in there. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Yeah, you but, um, to... yeah, track mode's good. Track mode with gates. Um, I think you have to select <laughs> steeple. <laughs> That's one of the options in the settings, but it's got heaps of things going on on it. But I don't know. I don't use half the half the functions on there. And just like you know, typical distance runners, once you're set up with one thing, you just don't yeah. want to change it. So um, I'll just keep using this one until someone else gives me a free one or a dice. iPhone or Android, mate? How are you, how are you communicating with the people these days? Yeah, iPhone. iPhone yep. since, um, yeah, I think Mattress spoke about his Nokia days, but yeah, went to <laughs> iPhones after the Nokia days and been there ever since. Same thing. It's mag- imagine trying to change all your systems over from, from yeah. Apple to jump over to Android. My mate Crammers, though, he's an Android boy. Yeah. You yeah. boys know Crammers. Only yeah, boy yeah. I know uses Android in the in um yeah in the state, I suppose. But yeah. yeah. Oh no, you're on Android as well. I'm, I'm Android, mate. Yeah. Yeah, you and Crammers are only Kramers. two blokes in Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. While we get on. Two good blokes, though, so there could be something in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, favourite gel? I believe um, you had, had a different sort of a gel at Gold Coast, mate. You were away from the Morton? Yeah, I was, I, only because I um, I experimented a bit with precision. Um, so I And I, I'm pretty high-carb um, burner when I run marathons. So they've got a gel that's 90 grams. It's more like one of those, like, yogurt pouches. So I, yeah, pretty much had that in my hand at the start line. And because I try to work off about 90, 90 grams per oh, 20K, 21K half marathon, I pretty much had that in my hand and just sucked away on it until I got to halfway. And then I had three by 30 grams in my um, in my shorts to get over the second half. So, and then, I don't know, I've used more in the last couple and they've worked okay for me as well. But this just takes it, makes it a bit more simple, just knowing that you've got one big gel to get through in the first half and then three little ones and, and the taste was quite good as well. So experimenting with that, worked all right, didn't hit a wall, which was good. Um, and I think sometimes that Morton, it's just so thick sometimes. I feel mm. like I'm trying to get down a, a meal at like 25, 30K when you're when you starting to struggle a bit and <laughs> chewing away, but this was just a nice, yeah, kind of, um liquidy kind of texture not quite like the sis ones but somewhere in between uh, very good now your running i guess was um predominantly it was very blue collar um where you just had to go and pound all these k's out by yourself for so long along with chukamoama but um mate now some of the the youngsters they've grown up and they're old enough and strong enough to, to keep you company now do you prefer you sort of alone time out on the runs where you get to do a bit of thinking or um, enjoying the company of the, of the younger guys to keep you honest. Yeah, I'd take jogging like the easy days solo 
any day of the week. I really enjoy my own company and just, well, not so much my own company, just the company of not having other people around. So you do get a bit of that personal time where you don't have kids or like my own personal kids or kids from school or, um, you know, podcast stuff. Like just to be able to just clear your head and not have to have a conversation is sometimes um, something I cherish with the easy jogs. But with the long run and the workouts, I definitely enjoy the company there which we kind of get young Archie's um, he's in town a bit more at the moment and doing a few workouts and we've got a bit of a group that kind of comes and goes, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm used to my own company for those ones. If I have to get it done solo, that's not an issue, but I'd much prefer to just doing reps and stuff like that with a pack of people um, is so much better than solo, but give me some solo jogging and just letting my mind wander any other day of the week. That'd be especially that, you know, if you're doing a double in the afternoon, um, just to go and tune out maybe after a hard day at work. It's just nice just to go and escape for a little while. Yeah, just a great head clearer, isn't it? Like in the amount of problems I've solved or thought I've solved <laughs> when I'm out in a run, and then you get home and you're like, yeah, no, that won't work. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's a good spot to let the mind go. And I think you can do that better when you're solo than doing with a group of people. Or like, even if like if you're chasing a daily double where you're just trying to hit the same pace in the afternoon that you're <laughs> at in the morning, you find that a bit easier to do by yourself. Well, daily doubles only count, Chris, if you're not looking at your pace. So it's like for people that don't know, a daily double is when you run the same pace in your morning run as you do your afternoon run, um, both easy runs, of course, without looking at your pace. So, yeah, sometimes it just probably shows how in sync you get with your, your running gait and your pattern and when you do switch off where you actually do hit, which is amazing that it works out that way sometimes. Nah, I like it, mate. Um, we... Still team half tights or are we more into the split shorts? Uh, half tights for a marathon just because the pocket, like pockets are so much better in the half tights I find than the than the splitties. But I'd yeah, go splitties in every other distance, I reckon. I kind of jump between, yeah, depends on depends on just how I'm feeling. I think I've ran most of my PBs on the road in um in half tights, but yeah, it really depends, Chris. So whatever's whatever I'm feeling at the time, whatever's on offer. Got a brand of shorts? Uh, uh, Lululemon's my brand of choice for the, <laughs> the amount of DMs. I'm, I'm not taking the piss here because we've mentioned yeah. Lululemon a couple of times, but the amount of DMs I get about the Lululemon half tights because mm. um, my oh, podcast, insane. yeah, my podcast boys with uh, Brad and Moose, we all reviewed them last year and we just banged on about how amazing they were. And yeah, a lot of people um, they've kind of hit us up and just asked what those tights are called. But um, yeah, that's the. I think it's actually, I should know the name off the top of my head, the amount of DMs I've written to. I'm pretty sure it's the Stride um, yeah. half tight from Lululemon, which is, yeah, just, you just, I put three gels in there and you don't even know they're in there. I often, often forget they're in there. It's not that bouncing around kind of um, mm. problem that I've, I've had with splitties when you're trying to carry three or four or with um, other brand half tights. For the, for the record, on the Stride half tights for the Lululemon, um, you can't get them, well, Unless you're a large or an extra large, you can't buy those tights in Australia at the moment because they've sold out of small, mediums, like actual running sizes. Um, yeah. So that's how popular they are. You can get a, a silvery colour, which might not be the most flattering. Um, yeah. But the black yeah, I've ones seen that one on very the hard to come by. <laughs> yeah. No, they are. And even um, I know they're splitties and stuff as well. They're sold out in a small. Like I've got a couple of pairs that I kind of um, have been running the last few months, but I'm not sure. I must, I've got this meeting with them tomorrow. So I must ask them when they actually do their drops and then, um, yeah, get in quick once their website reloads. So, yeah, if you know someone um, who might be able to find a 
pair of black mediums. Um, it'd be mm. well appreciated um, towards the end of Kyala, I think. Sell them out. Sell them out the back of the Kia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, add a few bucks to them. Yeah, um, mate, that's all right. We'll pay some markup. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, nah, we will not be doing that if anyone from Wuhan is listening. No. Um, favorite running socks. Um, yeah. What are you going yeah. to like? I know you've sort of got. Yep, so I'm running but... Lululemon ones at the moment, but pre-Lululemon, <laughs> I was wearing uh, what Maddie spoke about the other day. I'm trying to think of my previous marathons. I reckon mm. Valencia in December, I actually just went like a Nike, whatever their Nike like racing one is. And then I loved the, um, I was only wearing that Nike one because I did love the Oat ones as well, which I wore at Melbourne Marathon the year before mm. and pretty much the whole way through last winter where I was racing a bit. So, um, yeah. I'll, and I'll like on Oat. Hey. We will have some news on Oak uh, shortly. So That's good. And I like it a bit longer. Like I like it to come up to, you know, bottom of Achilles, kind of that, um, yeah, like that kind of mid, not too long, but not too short. Yeah. I say so the socks that you wore at Bendigo for the cross country there, they look mid. I was really impressed with them. Yeah, well, they were the ones I wore, same, same ones I wore at Gold Coast. Yeah. On the um on yeah, it's a couple of weeks ago. So and you know, you can you can say you're aligning with brands and things like this, but if the quality's not good enough, there's no way you're putting them on for 42k. So oh, like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's I wouldn't have if I didn't trust in the product, there's no way I would have been wearing that sock for 42k. Yeah. Yeah, fair call. Yeah. For you, mate, um, favorite shoes for easy days and race days at the moment. I've been like I've been loving the Asics range for easy days. I was talking to someone the other day about like if you could only run in one shoe, like if, like let's just perfect world, you've got all the shoe brands they want to sponsor you, but you still get free choice on what you're racing. Like which brand would you choose for like your everyday joggers? And I think it's Asics for me. Like yeah, I've loved okay. the Glide right over the years. I love the Super Blast at the moment. Um, the Nova Blast was good um the Keanu light or the new Keanu 30 I haven't haven't put on yet but I've got them at home like I just feel like every one of their jogging shoes it's like you get excited when you're going out super early doors and you're just like okay this is going to get me through this next hour or anything like that so um yeah anything from ASICS at the moment to jogging and probably the Vaporfly 3 is my sure choice if I had to run anything fast I wish you were still out of wear them on the track. Probably anything yeah. from a three k on the track to um, a marathon on the road. I'd be putting that on at the moment. Uh, good stuff. What's your preferred surface at the moment? I like obviously like you sort of always run the marathon quite well, mate. But track, road, trails. You know what? What's the preference these days? Yeah, I think the track days are over, Chris. Just because. Um, <laughs> Like, well, well, training, like, because like, you got to wear spikes now as well. Like, I think you mm. almost have to do the work on the track to then be able to jump in the race. And and we've spoken about, like, the, the regional dis- disadvantage that um that has mm. because you don't have access to actual the track to actually get in and kind of strengthen your calves and things like that to actually use them. And I'm getting an older stuff as well. So, and probably the appeal to sit in the car for three hours to go and do a a 14 or 15 minute race probably doesn't like appeal to me that much. And I probably just feel there's a bit of injury risk to drop down to do work that you need to do for a, for a three and five K. But um, I'm actually cross countries. Like that's, that's what I'm loving at the moment. Like, of course, jogging on the trails for as much as possible on the easy day, but I just been loving racing the AV cross country because it's like a so competitive. So you just rock up and you don't know if you're going to come 10th or, or 30th kind of for me at the moment. And um just how it humbles 
everyone, the courses. Like you mm. can go out there and just, um, you know, be a tiny bit off and all of a sudden you lose 15 or 20 positions. So I'm kind of enjoying that fact that even though I might not have that top end speed anymore, I've still got the kind of strength to be able to run through the field and, um, and probably enough experience as well at the moment to be able to have good days out there because I've, I've gone through the motions so many times in those cross-country races and, and generally you know how it's going to pan out. For you, with, um, I guess, how strong the Bendigo scene is, is at the moment and all those young kids coming through, has that given you a new lease of enjoyment on your running? Oh uh, yeah, I'm 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 unofficially the like spiritual leader. I reckon <laughs> they, they yeah. won't give me a leadership no, job. Like yeah. I don't think I'm captain, vice captain, like deputy to assistant to the vice captain. Like they've, all those jobs are gone. I'm probably not responsible enough to do those kind of things. <laughs> but but I I just love that team culture, which we hardly mm. ever get in um in running. And I love watching team sports. I love watching documentaries and stuff about like team stuff and how sport kind of organizations like improve and things like that and and although we've talked a lot of rubbish over the last couple of years from the bendigo bats front i really think that we've like i'm sure they'll never say it but i think there's a lot of other teams that would be like oh i wish we could have what kind of bendigo have created and we joke about it being this like bat brotherhood and stuff there but we kind of all do have each other's backs and chris are you a part of the the bendigo Mm -hmm. bats message group and we've got good banter in there and and it's a it's a banter that like no one I've been in running groups and I, I listen to what it's like in different running groups and stuff. And it's like, obvious at times, like they, they, it's like, like they pick on people within the running group and they mm. tee off on each other. Whereas we, we're happy to tee off on other clubs, but everyone's <laughs> um, off limits. And if anyone from another club was ever to say something about anyone in our club, I think we'd, you know, put that person on, on a poster and just say, hey, that's a person we want to try and take down at the next race kind of thing. Like we, we, yeah, we have a very tight-knit group of people considering we're kind of based in three or four different towns around Bendigo. And that's kind of the hub that kind of brings us together. So, you know, we if we can go back to back, I think that's good. Won our first premiership last year. And it's like, where other than Andy, the rest of us, it's kind of like, this is the level of running we're at. Like we're good state runners. We're not going to go overseas in Australian singlets or anything like that. So this is kind of like our our grand mm-hmm. final and these AV races and stuff we can pick out and train towards. I think it's um, it's amazing to see eighteen to twenty three year olds saying that running is cool. Mm. Yeah. I love that because yeah. I don't, I've never, ever really seen that. Um, I know when I was that age, I didn't think it was cool. I, mean, I loved it, <laughs> but I didn't, I was smart enough to know that it wasn't cool. But just to see the way that these, these guys embrace one another's company and, and the sport, it, it's mind blowing to me. I, I love seeing it and being someone that, um, you know, it kind of, I'm very realistic and know that um, I'm very much one of the slower runners that get around. Um, for the most part and it's cool just to be able to tag along and, and sort of play witness to it so um and that's just really from an outsider looking in and you've sort of been there pretty much from day one um as you've risen through the division so it must be very rewarding for you just to see the success that the, that the guys have got at the moment and yeah just and to- that's what we want to oh sorry zach but that's like oh, it doesn't okay. matter if you're andy buchanan or your Chris Armstrong in the in the Div Five or Div Seven team or whatever it is, it's like you got the same value to the team. Like it's, and that's why like you know Andy's probably a great leader in the sense that he's got absolutely no ego. Like he'll he's the one that 
organizes buses and puts in team sheets <laughs> and things like that. Like he's the most important person in our team mm. and he does all, all the shit kicker jobs. Like <laughs> he's the one probably clamming the bus when they get off it and stuff. Like, so it just, it doesn't matter who you are. Like if you're a part of that, that club and that, um, that story down there, it's, yeah, it brings everyone together with the same goal that we just want to be competitive. And, and when you get in those individual cross country races, it's every position kind of matters and you, and you do your best for the team goal. Oh, and that's it. Like Andy was slinging messages around today in the chat group trying to organise hoodies for everyone. Yeah. So, you know, that's just, <laughs> that's just the guy. <laughs> that's uh, exactly right. A um, uh, few, few more, and I know because um, Zach is probably pretty keen um, to, to wrap this up, whereas I could stretch this for another hour. Um, <laughs> mate, oh, where do we go? Actually, I've, just two more. So if you couldn't get injured, what session would you roll with like, that was just in every single week? If you can be as hard or as long as you want, but what session would you choose if you're just being injured and, and time wasn't an option? It's Chris, so it's curveball. You wouldn't have prepared for this one, Brady. I know, I haven't. But can I pick two? Because it's, yeah. it's a good question. I'll pick anything when you do threshold stuff correctly. And what I mean by that is when you probably <laughs> – you probably don't bury yourself because you shouldn't be really burying yourself in a threshold session. But I was talking to Archie about this the other day and we are talking about when you get a threshold session right, which mm. is probably a bit slower than you actually think you should be going, it feels like, not that I've ever surfed, it feels like you're just on that wave and it's like you can kick it down at any stage but you're just on that kind of that line, not the limit because you shouldn't be on your limit, but you're just – You've got the whole rep under control. You know you could kick down if you have to. You know you could do two or three more sets of whatever you're actually doing. And it's just like fast but in control and enjoyable. Um, so I kind of love thresholds when you get them correct. And the other one's 400-meter reps. Like it doesn't matter how many of them, but something about like going around on a, on a track is cool. Um, I've done things before where it's been like 20, 400s off like say 30 seconds and you're doing a bit slower. And then I also love when you kind of might do, um, you know, you might do three sets of five and each set you kind of work down. So it's like you settle in that first set and then you kind of get going in the middle set. And then the last set you kind of, you can't, you know, you start kicking home and get a bit excited when you're on the track kind of thing. So something about going in circles, it's also very special. You don't know about that one. 24, you'd like to do 2400s <laughs> every week. Yeah, but when you do, like while we were doing them in say, um, I reckon we were doing them. Nate Stoughton and I did them on the Shepherd and Track actually one time. Chris, you probably opened the gates for us. But yeah, we might start the at, say, yeah, yeah, before you lost your key. We might might have started at, say, 10K pace. So it's actually yeah. a pace that you can do for 25 of them continuous on race day. Mm. So yeah, doing yeah. doing the – and you're doing them off 30 seconds. So it's kind of like you just kind of – yeah, you, it's a, it sounds a lot harder than it actually is. Yeah. What yeah. about a set of 400s into a threshold? Yeah, that's good as well. Sometimes um, I'm trying to think there's two ways you can do it. I can do the threshold first, then some fours, and then go back to the threshold. Um, and if you do that by heart rate, it's really good. Often that last threshold's obviously slower because you've just come off the harder 400s and, yeah. and the threshold at the start. Um, and then, yeah, the other way that you kind of described. And if you've got – the Shepparton and track's actually a good spot to do that because you can get out on the road out there mm. and then come back into the track. So, um, yeah. Training's fun, isn't it? There's so many different options there. Yeah, no, it's mate. You could, I reckon, you could pick another five or six. We could just keep going for another <laughs> hour. For yeah, I'm getting excited um, in the kitchen here. Yeah. Last one, 
And this is going to be another curveball one because um, I'm, I'm really interested in the answer for this one. Now that you're sort of getting closer to your mid-30s without giving away exactly how old you are, but um, coaching or do you get more enjoyment now from coaching or from your own running? Good question. I am mid-30s. I'm, I'm 36 this year, Christo, so you're spot really? on there. I'd yeah, actually sold in December. Oh, I'd yeah. given you a couple of years leeway. Close to 40 than I'm um, 30. That's not good. <laughs> um, it's a good question. And it's, I don't want to come across sounding selfish if I say my own running because I get so much out of, um, especially like the Gold Coast a couple of weeks ago, like seeing people achieve their PBs and things like that. But there's something about, and this is what I want to really cherish for as long as possible because the days are probably limited with my age and family commitments and things like that. But there's something super, um, you know, rewarding and exciting about still being in the arena yourself. Mm-hmm. And and people that listen to Inside Running would have heard my um, my co-host Croaks's like heart stuff he's going through at the moment. And just like I, every single race I do from now on, and I thought about Croaks when I was up at the Gold Coast, it's like, this is an opportunity to, you never know when it's going to run out. Like mm. the next big injury or a family thing might come up or something to do with um, your health in that same situation as croak. So I think the coaching is always going to be there. And at this stage, and I still absolutely love that and love seeing people achieve their best, but there's something about that, you know, 80, 90% stage when you're through a race and it's hard and your mind wants you to stop and you kind of do grit your teeth and you kind of, doesn't matter if you're coming 200th or, or second or racing for first kind of thing, you still have that little bit of mongrel and fight mm. and it's that rawness of, of life. I'm getting really deep here, but it's that, it's that which I, I, can't, I don't see that in any other aspect of my life. Like, mm. and I think that when our days are gone, is going to be really hard to replace and replicate. And I don't think you'll get the same from coaching that you get from, um, you know, that heart rate pumping out of your chest and Mm. sweat going everywhere and that, you know, your mind. Yeah. It's just, I think that's a very um, unique experience that as runners and as people who engage in racing and pushing the physical limits, we get to experience. So um, at this stage, it's still very much, um, yeah, my own performance in running. Um, but that's not to take away with away from loving seeing the results coming in from my athletes. No, I yeah. don't think that's I, – I love that answer. I don't think that's selfish at all. I think that actually enhances you as a coach because you're actually – you're in the trenches. You you understand uh, as the athletes you coach who are just pushing the limits, trying to get the best out of themselves. And, yeah, I think you encapsulated that really well is that feeling that, you know, we all – we all love to try and get out, get bet the get the best out of ourselves. And yeah, I mean, you you ran a two twenty marathon last week, so yeah, <laughs> you know, we, you you're pretty hard on yourself about your performances. You know, like it's still a phenomenal run. What did you finish? What place did you end up finishing? Yeah, I was twenty first in the twenty first. Yeah, yeah. So in the Oceana. With a you know stack field and yeah like you know you, yeah, I think you, I finished higher at Gold Coast than I do in the AV races these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think that's 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 really cool. Yeah, and that's and you know your athletes are doing that same thing, and that's why they're mm-hmm. signing up. Like you sign yeah. up, and I'm I'm sure you guys have. I often ask my athletes when we have the initial phone call or zoom or skype or whatever we do it's just like hey why why are we doing this like mm. the alarm's going to go off at five or six or you're going to have to go for a run at 7 p.m one time or you're gonna mm. there's going to be stuff on your on your final surge in your program that 
might not be ideal and you don't want to do it, but like, why, like, what are you going to draw on to get this done? And for me, it's still that, that feeling like it's, mm. it's very hard to describe in words, but it's at 75, 80% to a race where it can go either way from there. You can kind of get it done and kick home and have a good performance, or you can, you know, become a bit of, um, oh, I guess sometimes your, your voice kind of takes over in your head and you can mm. choose a maybe easier option, but it's when you take that harder option at that stage of the race and then pull it off and you achieve something. And it might not be a PB or anything. It just might be, Hey, you, you finished strong or you, mm. or you got through those kind of mental demons when your body was yelling at you to stop. And I think that's something that you know, whilst the legs and the body are still working, irrespective of the time that the clock stops at, that that's still a feeling that you can experience every time that you do get out and race, um, irrespective of your ability or, or where you're at with your running. And um, yeah, like I know that's, that's one of my biggest things that I love when I get out and race, just that, you can walk away knowing that you gave every ounce and fiber of energy that you had in your body and you got the best performance that you were capable of out on the mm. day. I think that's really special. So no, that's so cool to hear. Cause we do get a lot of outcome based like focus sometime. And it's like, mm. we can strip that back and go, Hey, did you do the process properly? Did you ex- execute your race plan? Did you, you know, a lot of, a lot of people don't even get to the start line sometimes. Mm, like that's, yeah, yeah. I think, especially in marathons, we go, oh, what time did you run? And we don't take into account that, you know, a lot of people that entered didn't make the start line or a lot of people that started didn't make the finish line. Mm. Or it's like we kind of so critical on, oh, it was 255 or it was 303 and you wanted to break 259. So it's a complete failure. It's like, no, 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 let's, like, let's celebrate those other things and then let's look at like what might have went wrong but still celebrate the other, you know, 80% of things that went probably right on the day. But anyway, that's my TED talk for that bit. <laughs> <laughs> TED talk out of the kitchen. Yeah. I, I would like to subscribe to your talk. Please, <laughs> Have you got a podcast uh, or something that other people yeah. listen to every week? <laughs> he's, he's good at this. Yeah, I reckon you've got some, uh, got some legs in this uh, caper. Wrap me up. Was that the last question? Yeah. <laughs> Wrap him up. It'll be four hours. <laughs> we will, or it's going to be um, our milestone episode one week late. We're, we're just going to do a three-hour special. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for having me, fellas. Keep doing what you're doing. I enjoy listening to this when I'm out jogging. Usually on a um, – what day do I listen to you guys? Yeah, Thursday morning. Thursday morning, leftover okay. Friday afternoon. There you go, mate. Well, maybe for the, the drive back home um, tomorrow night <laughs> after your Lululemon event. Yeah, I could do that. That'd be good. I won't be listening <laughs> to this part of it, but I'll listen to it first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome, mate. Thanks for jumping right, on. Guys. And uh, yeah, enjoy the recovery off the back of that marathon. Will do, Zacha. Thanks for having me sleeping in your house tonight. <laughs> Chat to you in about two minutes, mate. <laughs> yeah, catch you. Bye. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that, that was a nice surprise. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, oh my god well that was that, thank you that was yeah. brilliant um listeners have endured two lots of quick questions but i think um yeah special special occasion having brady on oh mate i can't believe you didn't tell me <laughs> Shit, <laughs> that was brilliant thank you so much and thanks to, to brady for giving up his time i know he'd be absolutely exhausted he would have run early this morning then worked all day jumped in the car and come down so <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was cool said, mate i'm gonna just throw you in a zoom chat in a minute and uh, yeah, come yeah. on <laughs> oh uh, yeah mate it's been a big episode and we're going to leave the show but um we have got a recording from earlier in the week because i caught up with Gemma maney uh run to bb coach obviously who 
we had on the show oh, one for episode 144, I reckon it was. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, five, six weeks ago now, where we mentioned about the monthly award that we have in partnership with, uh, with ASICS. And we announced the winner of June. And it was uh, it was a really good chat and uh, yeah, pretty exciting. So stick around for that. You'll hear who the winner is, and it'll be on the on the social post as well. Absolutely, mate. So athlete of the month, and they get to choose any pair, any pair of, of Asics. Asics shoes. So whether it's an easy day, it might be something from their their faster carbon plated range. Uh, like this is this is a pretty cool prize. It's a cool prize, and uh, I reckon. The listeners will really enjoy hearing the story about the winner of this this month. Yeah, I think so too. Um, no, I'm I'm looking forward to to hearing the chat that yourself and Gemma had. I know. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting story. It's a very inspiring story as well. So, no, looking forward to it. Good stuff, mate. And that's been a big one. You've got copped a shock in the uh, the curveball for me. So. Uh... <laughs> That's all right. We'll have to put you through these questions at some point. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm waiting for you to do that, mate. So I'm <laughs> sure you'll get me back at some point. <laughs> uh, all good, no. Uh, uh, very much enjoyed that. It was brilliant. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, mate. Enjoy your rest of your running week and we'll chat uh, chat next week, all things running. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, mate. See you, mate. Joining us back on the Better With Running podcast, Run to BB coach, two-time Australian representative, it's Gemma Maney. Welcome back to the show, Gemma. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, excited to have you on. I know back on episode, I think it was 144, we had a chat about, obviously, your building for Gold Coast and leading into Marathon off the back of that. So we're going to have a little quick chat about that. And you've also... Got an announcement. I think we launched it last time we chatted about a monthly award that we were starting, a coaches award, and you're going to present that tonight. So excited to hear who you've uh, picked for the first uh, first award. But uh, before we get into that, saw you up at the Gold Coast. It was good to catch up. Good to see Ollie. Uh, he was keeping us all entertained that you uh you're entertaining yourself out on the uh gold coast half marathon course on your debut up there how'd you how'd you find it yeah it was a lot of fun um i had no idea what to expect um i had very strict orders to start conservative so no faster than 330s for the first 4k which went out the window in k1 um but yeah no loved it i just sort of i didn't focus on racing it i just focused on doing my own thing um and yeah, I was really happy with the way I executed the race. I think all my Ks were between, I don't know, 3.26 and 3.30. So um, yeah, just found that pace that I felt really comfortable um, in holding and thought I could hold till the end. And yeah, it didn't really start to hurt until about 16K. Um, and by then, you know, you're so close to the finish that, yeah, just was able to grind out that last few. Yeah, so, yeah perfect conditions. Um, yeah, it's just one of those days where it all clicked and I had a blast. Yeah, and you'd you'd had obviously big, big month training wise, but also yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Moving yeah. And, and, uh, and yeah. <laughs> had a bit of a shocker at um Launceston. I went down there mid-house move. Uh I just weaned Ollie and yeah, 
sort of affected me a little bit differently than I thought. So my confidence was a little shaky going into Gold Coast. Um, but yeah, I was really happy with the way that that one panned out. Yeah. Coach was happy. Yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> And he didn't mind for the first time ever that I didn't listen to his instructions. <laughs> oh, look at it. Splits is really like bloody even when we look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was really happy I could, um, yeah, once I started a bit hard, I was a bit anxious that, oh, what's he going to say if I, if I put up here? But no, it felt really comfortable. So yeah, yeah no, that's... I just sort of listened to the body and just zoned out and yeah, enjoyed it. Hey, on oh no, a week off that, or we're recording this on Monday, you uh, jumped on the XCR circuit again and was in a relay at Sandown. And I believe you might have uh, been in the men's team. I was. The DB2 men's team were struggling to fill their last spot after a few people had done the marathon. And yeah, um, I got the late call up. So it was a bit nerve wracking. Um <laughs> Didn't want to let them down. Um, ran a bit like a moron trying to chase down a guy in front of me. Went out way too hard. Yeah. Suffered that second lap, but um, yeah. <laughs> Windy conditions as well. It was pretty oh, windy. it was horrible. The first lap I started was like, oh, I feel so amazing. Um, dropped a stupidly fast three oh six second k, and then turned <laughs> into this the headwind and was like, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the second lap. Um, I swear it's probably because I was just more tired. Mm. I swear the wind got stronger and the last few K were just miserable. You <laughs> <laughs> had a full week of just jogging. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I thought I was recovered, but no, once I started running a bit <laughs> faster than a jog, definitely yeah. recovered. And how are the legs on Sunday, Monday? Um, they're all right. I did my normal hilly long run, just a bit shorter. Um, and we took it a bit easier. So no session now until Thursday, just to make sure I am fully recovered. Yeah, and I guess it's all roads to, to Melbourne. Yeah, yep, yep. So I've got a well, probably after Bandura I can start the um the marathon yeah. field. So I've got a good base. Um yeah, exactly. Really just yeah. the long run and stuff I need to start working on. Yeah, considering yeah, coming off that that half, the foundations are there. You just uh yeah, sure you'll just top up a bit and uh yeah, extend those sessions. That's gonna be It'll be cool and we'll obviously get you on a bit closer to the marathon and uh, follow the progress. Hey, uh, the ASICS partnership that we have formed for the Coaches Award and you've got a difficult task here every month over the next five or six months of uh, selecting a winner from the run to bb community and flinging them a pair of shoes and, and who have you picked for this month? Yeah, so I'm really excited to announce this one. Um. I'm beyond inspired and impressed. Uh, his name's Phil Podbury. Uh, he's 81 years old. Um, I guess I was blown away. I ran Sinan's, the XCR cross-country course. Oh, goodness, it was a while ago now. Um, I swear I almost broke my ankle in the first K and he trotted around yeah. having the time of his life after doing a park run as a warm-up. Um, so for someone that's 81 to get around that course and say it was enjoyable... Oh, like blown away. Um, he also ran a really impressive 14K at the Ocean Road. Um, averages <laughs> 10K a week, which, you know, that's something I really aspire to. When I'm 81 years old, I would yeah. love just to be able to get out and run 50Ks a week, let alone doing some of those races he's doing. Um, 
Yeah, so nothing stops him. He gets coached by Chris Armstrong and apparently he's been out in this horrible weather we've had lately. Smashing out his sessions. Um, yeah, so someone I think we should all aspire to be when we're 81. 100%. I mean, like, yeah, he's on Strava. You see he's pumped out, you know, runs in the cold and the wet. Yeah. And got Strava titles going. He's got a bit of banter from Chris O in there. It's um, it's awesome. I think there was a quote from Phil and we, we did mention it uh, Oh, a couple of a few few episodes ago when we were chatting about Phil and he just said, I love running in the sense of achievement, physical or mental well-being by this single activity, but above all, uh, to prove to myself I still can. So yeah, a bit of inspo from Phil and yeah, like I, I think that reckon... sums up why most of us run. Like yeah. But to and still it's... have that aspiration at 81 is so impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's out in the Bowtown Hills. He's out yep. pumping out Sunday runs. And, yeah, I don't reckon there would have been anyone that had done a park run, put it out there, a park no. run before St. Anne's. Just agreed, agreed. I, def- I definitely wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. No, <laughs> Impressive. I know you look at most, yeah, I'm worried I won't even be able to walk at 81, so I'm absolutely <laughs> gobsmacked. <laughs> and that was such a tough course. Brutal I course. think my ankles were sore for a good month after that. So, yeah, he rolled the next day. He just pumped out another 10k uh, recovery run the next day. I know, so <laughs> impressive, so impressive, <laughs> so cool. So yeah, Phil's going to be hooked up with a pair of uh, ASIC shoes, which is uh, very generous of uh, the team at ASICs and and yourself with that connection there. Yeah, and I've I've heard through the grapevine that he's never tried super shoes, and he's really. Yeah. Keen to try some super shoes, so watch out. Watch out, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, his coach Chris O might have to be uh, <laughs> monitoring that Strava whilst he throws in a few extra uh, cheeky park runs before races again. <laughs> Agreed. <Yeah. laughs> awesome, Gemma. Appreciate that. We're going to have you back on next month and we'll get a bit more of a catch up on your training, but also uh, you'll have another another prize to give out. Yeah, tough one with... um. Gold Coast and run Melbourne and yeah, a few big ones. So yeah, there's a lot going on. Not looking forward to my next decision. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your training and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll chat soon. All right. Perfect. Sounds good. See ya. Bye.